listening to the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jesuits from my brother. This is the podcast where we talk about bicycles just for the fun of it. So there's going to be tales from, well, literally all over the nation uh, where we can uh, talk about the social side of cycling. So come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Yeah, leave with a smile. We always say that to open up the show. And, um, you know, we're kind of in that, that season where we get to go and talk to a lot of people about cycling, go to see different expos and different conferences and all that. And this was one of those fun ones that we actually had an opportunity to go over to Reno Tahoe and Adventures of Interbike. And uh, what, Mark, what's your, your first opinion? A brand new setting for, for Interbike has been eons over in, in Las Vegas. All of a sudden it's it shifts, you know, north, maybe five hour drive. But what's your first first gut instinct on the, the changes at Interbike? You know, I'll I'll tell you the obvious thing, but I'll tell you the not obvious thing with it. It was smaller, um, but I met a lot of new friends and uh, contacted and had more time and ability to uh, to talk with some of the uh, uh, the vendors and sponsors that we work with on some of our events. Um, so I think it was a more effective interbike than it has been in the past. Yeah, I'll think? I'll agree with that. The, um, we were kind of, you know, talking as our staff as we kind of wrapped up, and really the expectations going in, I really didn't know what to expect. Uh, obviously, it was smaller, but yeah. smaller. It, you, how do how would that translate into what's good for your for your company, your your business, etc. So when we went in looking like that, it's like you know, is it is it quality or is it quantity? I mean, if you're looking for sheer quantity, yeah. It's, it, yeah. it was down a little bit, but as far as quality, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll just tell you right off the bat. I mean, we had an opportunity to, you know, we, we go and talk to our normal people like, like Primal, though we buy a lot of gear and merchandise from, obviously we're going to sit down with their, their CEO, Dave Edwards and, and their president, um, and talk, you know, we've probably had an hour and a half meeting about, you know, buying for, for Ragbrite, but we also got to go see some other people. And actually see the top person in the company. So we had an opportunity to say to go by the Bianchi booth and mm-hmm. the president of Bianchi is there and just thank them for coming out and, and, you know, sending a team out on Ragbri and supporting our event. So we had an opportunity to talk to the CEO of noon who sent an entire team out there and just say, Hey, thank you. You know, and, and spending 10 or 15 minutes with, with people like that, the CEO of Chamois Butter, uh, that are very, you know, big supporters of Ragbri for a long time. So we had the opportunities to talk to these people on a one-on-one basis without being rushed, without being, you know, hey, you know, move, move along here. So in that regards, the quality of, of meetings that happened at Interbike were better than ever. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to resist going next year. Um, I think, uh, I think once again, uh, we'll look at, uh, who's going to be there, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it was the right people, the right time to talk to some of the sponsors and vendors that, that we have, and we're looking forward to it. So, um, 
highlights. What what did you see? What did you see that you really dug? Oh, you know, there's there's all, all kinds of again. You know, the the booths are such a variety. I mean, you've got you've got actual bicycles, you've got apparel, you've got you've got gadgets galore. Um, you know, new kind of newfangled helmets. You've got all, all kinds of different things coming out. I thought. Um, one of the things that really caught my eye, some of those custom paint jobs on some of the bikes, I was just kind of, you know, kind of retracing my steps of inner bike and just seeing, mm-hmm. you know, some really cool, you know, designs on, on, um, you know, airbrushed bike designs. I thought those were, were, were fabulous. Um, yeah. I think there's some really good innovation out there as well. I mean, people, it's, it's not just the same old stuff, like tweaking this a little bit. So we are seeing some, some good innovation technology wise. Um, so so different things like that i i thought were pretty neat to see and uh and again talk to people behind it to try to get a little insight as to you know that product or or how it's being developed Um, you know something as simple as okay how can you improve say chamois butter (laughs) but all of a sudden it's like wow well they've got one with with coconut and it's like like you know, on, on the surface, you're like, oh, okay, I mean, you know, do you like pina coladas, you know? and uh, <laughs> But all of a sudden, you know, you you give a whiff of it and you're like, wow, you know, and, it, and, and after talking to the folks there, explaining, you know, the thought process behind, uh, hey, you know, great idea, you know, just little yeah. things like that, that, you know, being able to talk through instead of just dismissing it because, psh, you know, what is this like the spice of the day? Um, all of a sudden it's like, Hey, that's, that's a pretty cool product. And I I think it'll be pretty popular and you know, who knows, but just having that opportunity again, to talk to the people behind the development of that, it was kind of a neat thing. Yeah. I, uh, here's one of the surprises I got that I didn't expect, uh, North American cycles, um, otherwise known as cycle force group based over in Ames, Iowa. Um, is carrying the Eddie Merckx line. Um, mm. And I hadn't seen that line out there for a while. You know, they got some other stuff. Uh, uh, Bomb Track is another one of their big uh, uh, German cyclocross company that's, that's really outstanding. Uh, but that one caught me by surprise. And that's, uh, that's a pretty cool line of bikes, you know, being distributed right here in, in Ames. So we're, we're happy to see that. Um, Ortlieb, did you stop by the Ortlieb booth? Yeah. I am. Yeah. I wanted to drool on their bags. I mean, it looked. Everything yeah. was so cool. Yeah, there's some cool stuff out there, no doubt, no yeah. doubt. Um, but one of the highlights, one of the things, the big announcement that caught my eye uh, was the Ride Spot, uh, developing uh, a new app from People for Bikes. I, I agree. Neat, neat concept. And uh, why don't you kind of talk a little bit about that for the listener that doesn't quite understand what's coming down the pike from People for Bikes. Yeah, so this is interesting. This is an app and web-based uh, sort of thing uh, that uh, you basically help people find where to ride. Um, and, uh, you know, there's other things out there. This is based upon uh, Black River's platform, Uh Black River used to be kind of similar to uh, Ride with GPS. It used to be kind of similar to you know, a couple other things, uh, uh, Map My Ride and, and that sort of such. Um, what, where this is differing is it helps uh, bike shops start to map routes from their location. Yeah. And then in addition, they can connect with customers, offer them 
um, challenges, if you will. If you ride all of our routes, um, we'll give you a free cup of coffee. We'll give you a tune-up. We'll give you a, who knows what you're going to put in there. But uh, uh, then suddenly they get this list of customers that's, uh, that's helping them. Um, it's really kind of cool because it's, uh, it's that next step for the customer. They, they, they bought a bike. Um, and now where do you ride? That's, that's question number two. So, um, I'm excited. I think there's a big role, uh, not just, I don't think it's isolated to bike shops. Uh, although that's what it's being developed for. I think, you know, the Iowa bicycle coalition headquarters can act as a trailhead and we can do the same thing and encourage people to get out there and, and ride the routes based upon, uh, where our start and stop is here. Um, I think other places across the state of Iowa could do the same thing. So I think it's a really new and, and interesting tool that we got um, that I'm pretty excited about. And, and hopefully uh, we can add some things to our Iowa Bike Routes website uh, that's based upon this RideSpot app yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. I, I know it's in beta testing right now, so it's not available for the for you know the everyday user yet. But what's coming down the pike is really neat. And you know, we'll say it a million times on this show. You know, we're more interested in the recreational rider, the one that's just going out to having fun that doesn't mind stopping at the ice cream shop on the way back because it's gonna you know um, it's gonna be fun and delicious instead of what is my Strava time gonna be. So. You know, I, I hand it to, you know, people for bikes for looking at, you know, what how are we going to get more people on bikes? And I, I think they just absolutely nailed this one because it's it's doing those types of things, make it fun, make it, you know, easy, you know, from rides that are, you know, 10 miles to, um, you know, rides from the shop. I mean, real good thinking went into this. Uh, so I'm excited to see what yeah. what comes of it. And we heard heard a kind of a, a, a long presentation on it. And I believe they're also going to be at our bike tour network talking about ride spot. I think Jen Dice is going to come down and oh, cool. and give the presentation. She did it at Interbike there, but it, um, I think it really is in our wheelhouse of getting more people on bikes and I'm excited about it. Yeah. And you know, I had a long talk with doc B, uh, Jennifer Baldry, uh, who's uh, kind of their data analyst person over at people for bikes Sure, and the immense amount of data on the back end to figure out where people are riding and what routes are popular and why, you know, suddenly this is transformative from, uh, from multiple standpoints. So, yeah. Uh, from the individual user, but for the system as a whole, I think there's some big opportunity with this app. So, yeah. Well, another highlight for me, and I don't, I don't know how much time you spent with her in the past, but to have dinner with Denise Mueller, and oh, if that yeah. name doesn't ring a bell to our listeners, Denise happens to be the fastest human-powered human in the world right now. And mm-hmm. I, I want to say it was 182 miles on a bicycle in the, in the salt flats of Bonneville. 183.7. hundred up. Oh, sorry for, yeah. for trimming you a mile 0.7 there, Denise, <laughs> but, but, uh, wow. I mean, just, I mean, first of all, she's a delightful person, uh, to be around. Yeah. Secondly, uh, the feat is just absolutely amazing to be on a bicycle and to achieve a speed like that. So not, not only is she the fastest woman in the world, but now she's, she's the fastest human in the world. And so yeah. eclipsing the mark, um, one of the mark was held earlier by her mentor. And, and I think so many mentor people's mentor, John Howard, who I also got to spend some time with, um, one of the legends of the bike industry, but wow. I mean, you, 
you talk about flying on a bike. I mean, that is just an amazing feat. And it, it was good to hear the stories and, and get a little insight about that. That voyage that just happened, I'm, I'm guessing, about 10 days ago. So, wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing to meet Denise. She is uh, she has a striking personality, but you know, physically wise, she doesn't look any different than any other person that rides a bike. I mean, she's a she's a very regular sort of person, um, but uh, she's got that 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 personality and that that mental capacity that said, "I want to do this and I want to break this record," and and uh, and that's pretty cool. That's yeah. uh, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. And she she spent time with us, or you know, I mean, they're, they're probably looking at sponsors and all that. But I think she gave everyone the time of day to, yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, it didn't matter who came up to talk to her. I mean, every, everyone was a friend, and I thought that was really cool. And um, you know, we've we've met Denise several times before, but she's always just such an engaging personality, and uh, real good to see her. And and it, you know, just again, congratulations on, a, on an amazing feat. And uh, I'm, I'm sure she's not done stopping. I bet 200 miles an hour is probably, you know, on the horizon. I don't know. But uh, I, I think she she jumped her last mark, went from like 150-something to 180-something. So yeah. who knows? Nothing is nothing is impossible with, with her, I'm guessing. You know, one of my favorite little tricks I played on her this week is I saw her rushing through the, the lobby of the hotel that we were all staying at. And just like, hey, slow down. <laughs> very neat she's like a can't <laughs> this very is neat. what i do yeah. <laughs> so yeah so we got to meet some other people i mean the neat thing about interbike there's you know not only stuff that happens inside the you know the convention space but there's some riding opportunities over at lake tahoe where there was you know an outdoor demo if you will where people got an opportunity to talk to different you know people in the bike world um, and then there were things like Cross Reno, where it was an you know an outdoor um, you know cross race. Got to see a whole bunch of people there and spend some time with you know people do what we do as well. I mean, I know we talked to the people down in Miami that do the Miami Dolphin um, can Dolphin Cancer Challenge. Um, mm-hmm. Met them a couple of times. Will has uh, been been coming for a couple of years to Interbike, and you know, just good talking to them, and get, you know, just just hearing about the successes that they've had over the years with their event. And you know, again, there there's so many good ideas out there. I mean, we never we try not to stop innovating um, because if if you stop, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be caught by the, by the next latest greatest thing that's coming along the way. So yeah. so we're constantly trying to improve the events that we do, not just Ragbri, but all the special events and you know hopefully i think we'll probably innovate some more this year and who knows maybe we'll throw another event out there or something like that but you can never stop learning by just chatting with the different folks in the bike community yeah i talked the same way to uh bellasala folks from uh Hmm. cleveland or cleveland yeah um, and they're running a, a five million dollar cancer charity off a bike right there. Wow! Um, their their founder was doing the Pan Am Challenge and decided, hey, I I don't want to travel to do this. I can bring this event home and make this into into this sort of thing. And and uh, yeah, a hundred percent of the money that they raise from participants uh, that goes directly to uh, uh, to grants out to uh, Cancer Research Foundation. So it's really interesting to see the work that they're doing too. Wow, really cool. Again, without a catalyst like 
and inner bike. Do all these people come together in the same town to talk bikes? Yeah. Probably not. You know, yeah. so that, so, so that there, I mean, thank you to the inner bike crew. You know, obviously, uh, I, I, I have to mention, you know, Justin Gottlieb, who uh, they point out the Florida Bike Mafia, which I am a proud member of, not only the <laughs> Iowa Bike Mafia, but but all the people in the bike industry who attended the University of Florida, which which is which is growing. Um, I, I met a few other members. There's there's uh, Mike from Look Pedals, who's uh, Mike Gann has been in the bike industry for a long time. Rob, Ravi mm-hmm. Rajkumar as well, that an old uh, racing buddy. Met different, I mean, people from Head Sweats and. Uh, so there's a bunch of them out there, uh, but Justin being in the, the lead role at Interbike, um, you know, as a carrying the Gator mantle, it's uh, always good to see those Florida Gators out there. So the, I I was reminded that I'm also in the the Florida Bike Mafia as well as the Iowa Bike Mafia. So good good to be in multiple companies. Yep, uh, I, I understand. I understand. Yeah, you can't you can't let these mafia secrets out, man. We got to keep this internal. Well, I I didn't bring it up, you know. And then <laughs> we're in a thump thump club, and someone mentions mafia, you know, you're like, hey, <laughs> Justin we, seemed hey, we Justin Justin seemed really comfortable in his role, and I, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool that uh, he's in charge, and and people are comfortable with that, and yeah. seems like the right person for the job. Um, I, I think the entire bike industry is going through some changes right now. I don't think, I think, uh, this change with Interbike, I think it's merely a symptom of, mm-hmm. of how things are just being done differently yeah. and, uh, people need to get comfortable that things are going to be, be going on differently. So that's, that's fine. Yeah. You know, I was expecting to go into that show with, with kind of the mantra that e-bikes is going to save the bike industry. And thankfully, we really didn't get that. And I mean, it wasn't like the over overwhelming, you know, uh, topic of the day. Oh yeah, well, let's not worry about anything. E-bikes are here to save the day. We didn't hear that at all. I mean, yes, yeah. you heard e-bike the number or the the dollar amounts of bike shops are are doing well because of e-bikes, but it wasn't that you know, end all, end all. Hey, don't worry about it. You know, Hey, e-bikes are going to come in and and just, just save us all. So, um, I heard a lot of neat different things that we've been preaching for a while. You know, let's, let's not worry so much about, about that racing mentality. And you didn't see the parade of people that were, um, you know, podium dwellers. You didn't see that. And you know, it, it had a different tone. And I don't know if that was on purpose or what we were listening to, but it felt good to kind of hear those messages. When you hear the, the keynotes that were talking more about, let's get more people riding. Yeah, Everything was focused on, let's get more people riding bikes, like the trips for kids, folks, and, mm-hmm. you know, just different things like that. And, you know, that's a message I certainly will get behind. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not huge on racing. If people want to race, great. Um, but I'd rather have more people on the front end getting involved in the activity and sport than, you know, that, that very small percentage of the people that are, that are shooting for podiums and stuff like that. I I think naturally you get more people involved in the sport. You're going to get that as a byproduct. So, um, sometimes it's tough to, you know, what it comes first, chicken or the egg and, um, you know, I'm thinking let's get people on bikes and, you know, they'll figure it out. And, um, 
You know, that's that's kind of the mentality I, I like to see, and I I thought that was kind of a, a shift that I was saw that I saw this year. Yeah, I, I noticed the same thing too uh, when Austin from uh, NICA got mm-hmm. up at the presentation and talked about one of their new programs, which will be an adventure rides for kids, you know, not, uh, not just a, a high school racing league. Um, that, that presents a little different flavor, which I think is, is a pretty cool deal uh, that we need to, need to explore. Uh, we know from, from the Iowa Bicycle Coalition, and, and Iowa can be a little different, um, mm-hmm. you know, that, that, that riding on trails and having adventures in, 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 other places um, is a big preference for Iowa bicyclists. Um, they're also not connected in the same fashion, say Colorado cyclists are with the racing scene. You know, we're we're not out there reading Velo News. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're looking at Bike Iowa and seeing where the next ride's going to be. Uh, so that is that is one of those big differences that uh, that we see here in the state, and I think that reflects in that recreational thing. I think that they need to understand that recreation is the core of cycling. And uh, that's going to be an important thing moving forward. Yeah. No, no. I, I think we're on the same page, Mark. Um, yeah. l- lots of good stuff. And, you know, that was the stuff that, that you know, I, I felt was important, too, as people um, in that world that, w- that were there, that we show up. And, mm-hmm. you know, for the ones that didn't show up, hopefully they'll, they'll reconsider next year and get behind this thing. Because there's some, there's some good stuff going on in the bike industry. And it, it doesn't all have to be doom and gloom or anything like that. The sky is falling. But there's some good, good stuff happening. And um, I'm glad to be part of that. And, you know, we look forward to the future. And Yeah. yeah. So uh, I also want to kind of, you know, give a little shout out uh, people that have always taken care of us, our friends over at Primal. Just want to want to thank them for making our trip a little bit more enjoyable. Dave Edwards, Tim Baker, um, Jess Edwards, Party Pat Maben, uh, <laughs> all you folks, and Taylor Ross on the dance floor, uh, all, all you folks. We always have such a, a great time. Steven from Ireland, um, you know, all these, <laughs> all these folks that just make our uh, every time that we're around these folks. It's just, it's just good to be around them. And, you know, they're, they're just good people. We'd hang out with them if we weren't doing business with them because we consider them friends. And, I, and I'm guessing you feel the same way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I couldn't, uh, uh, as, as our good friend Nelson Vales says all the time, uh, welcome family. Yeah, and welcome that's, family. That's, and, that's what it really is. And we found out that Jake from State Farm's name really isn't Jake. And like, I don't even know what to do when, when you're, you know, one of the reps has now got a new name. So yeah, so, Reagan, so Reagan, yeah. Reagan, so, when uh, you start to listen to this podcast, I want you to give me an email and say, man, you just spread it all over the world that my name is not Jake. <laughs> <laughs> So there's just too many too many friends not to to point out everyone that we got got involved with there, but they we just oh boy do we have a good time with with those folks and and Jenny as well. I mean, there's just so many folks that are good good folks working for Primal and um, again, I know they're one of our sponsors here at the Just Go Bike Podcast, but again, they're they're good friends as well. So good good to see our friends at Primal and, and all the other folks that we work with during the year. You bet, you bet um hey are we at the part of the show where we need to talk about some things coming up yeah sure all right um just announced uh draft we're doing another one um where oh let me catch this up we just finished draft in the quad cities i think they had 75 people or so there Uh, Mm. i mean quad cities is a big place so that was really cool to see um 
And uh, I'll, I'll also let you know, Murph and AP had a special meeting when we were at Interbike uh, with the People for Bikes folks to talk about the way they do draft. Um, because it seems like our drafts in Iowa may be more popular than any other People for Bikes drafts events across the country. Um, so whatever we're doing, we're doing it right. If you haven't been uh, to one of the draft networking events, now is the time to go. Cool. Uh, the next one is November 15th in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Um, if you go to our, our uh, if you go to People for Bikes Draft Facebook page, there should be a link on there to the Council Bluffs Draft, um, and that one should be one to put on your calendar and come out to. Yeah, very cool. They do a great job, um, Kathy Kathy Murphy, aka Murph, Andrea Parrot. Um, they they're really the spearheads behind draft in iowa and uh yeah what we've probably had what close to 10 of them by now at this point uh, I mean, i'm close think, to that i think it was eight maybe eight or ten somewhere wow. in that range but wow. uh, we've done we've done quite a few we do one each quarter you know there's free stuff that they give away and it's speakers yeah. and and really quick sort of fast-paced event and murph and murph and andrew parrot they bring the uh they bring the fun to it which is is really Very cool a cool part what so else november Oh. November 15th, uh, drafting Council Bluffs. Cool. Right. Uh, Jingle Cross. Holy cow, that's coming up the 28th through the 30th. Yeah. <coughs> You're coming over for that, I, I'm sure. guessing. You bet. Um, we have one of our good friends uh, coming to race it, uh, Doug Hudson uh, from Feedback, oh, Feedback no Sports. Uh, he's going to be coming out, so we're really excited to see Doug out here in the, in the uh, promised land, so... That'll Very be fun. Cool. Yeah. yeah. What's he racing uh, in the elite category, Doug? No, uh, I nah. think he's uh, 50 plus because he okay. just crossed that threshold. So he, I'm just going to let you know, Doug's another one in the Florida Gator Mafia. <laughs> just right. since, since I'll just let you know that um, it's, there's people in the mafia you don't even know until you bring them up, but uh -huh. Uh -huh. just letting you know another one. So, okay. So Jingle Cross, September 28th through the 30th. I believe it's a free event. Uh, pork Tornadoes are going to be playing at this thing. Oh. There's going to be a, a wine walk of some sort. Uh, craft Beer is going to be there. Um, I think this is uh, scheduled to be another one of the great Very World cool. Cup of Cyclocross events. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounding good. Um, October 13th and 14th, it's the Cedar Valley Nature Trail uh uh, bike ride weekend. Kathy Murphy is is getting that one together. Um, so check that one out. They're riding from Cedar Rapids to Waterloo. Um, and then a new one that we haven't talked about yet. October 12th, the Iowa Trails Summit is going to take place in Panora, Iowa. Oh, neat. Um, yeah. So this is produced by the Iowa Natural Heritage Foundation. These people have been making trails since, well, we started making trails. Um, and, uh, their crew is putting together really a phenomenal, phenomenal summit, uh, that, uh, is going to talk about, uh, all kinds of, of trail building, land acquisition, uh, sort of thing. So this is, if, if you're interested in, in building trails, or if you want to know more about getting trails to your community, this is the summit to attend, uh, the website, iowatrailsummit.com. You can register, get out there. Uh, come to Panora. I know the Iowa Bicycle Coalition is sponsoring this event, um, and uh, uh, we're really excited to uh, to have this coming up. Very cool. Uh, 
Very cool. All right. We, th- we got a lot of stuff in this show. Wow. We talked about Interbike. Yeah. We talked about happenings coming up on the on the Iowa bike calendar. Um, you know, riding, racing, meetings, you name it. So lots of lots of cool stuff coming up. So um Okay, well, how about that's probably good for this week. Um, I don't know if you got any words of wisdom to leave people with before we we close this thing out, Mark. You know, uh, 183 mile an hour is fast. That's my word of wisdom. On a bicycle, on a on a KHS bike uh, with <laughs> with two inch tires, uh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. So let's uh, let's think, uh, Denise Mueller. One of the greatest uh, bicycle athletes that we got going. All right. Should we quickly talk about the sponsors for this event? Sure. Who's the sponsor by? We got Think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. Be sure you attend Jingle Cross to September 28th through the 30th. Bikes to you, one of the best bike shops and Ragbri Charters based in Grinnell, Iowa. And then finally, Primal Wear. If you're looking for custom bike jerseys, shorts, and accessories, look no further than Primal Wear. Yeah. yeah, and we appreciate them letting us do this podcast each and every week and uh, great sponsors they have. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, you know, make sure you hit us up. Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever whatever you want to do. If you, you know, again, Two coconuts and a wire, whatever it takes to get this podcast. We appreciate you tuning in each and every week, and we enjoy doing it. So we've been doing this, I think it's about 85 of these episodes, somewhere around there. Wow. So we're going to plan something fun for the 100th, and um, we're, we're just a mere 15 weeks away. And that calendar is going to turn over, and all of a sudden January becomes real fun um, with the Iowa Bike Expo and oh, that route announcement party's in there somewhere. So looks like we're going to have a lot of fun. We'll probably have another draft somewhere in there. So it's going to come up pretty quick. So, But we're going to keep talking about the things that you want to hear about, and that's the fun side of cycling. So if it's a draft party or, or whatever, Hey, or the Trails Summit, uh, we'll we'll come back and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about leading up to it, and we'll talk about a little recap like we did today from from Interbike. So if you got some ideas, don't be afraid to reach out to us. I know Parrot Talk will be back uh, next week, and she's always looking for some neat ideas. A.K.A. Murph has been kind of our, our inter, interview stallion, if you will, and she's been just fantastic uh, leading leading the pace, you know, definitely for us. And um, so if you got some ideas, don't don't be afraid to let us know about them. Awesome. Let's get out there and just go bike. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.